Hey, good morning, everybody from uh, FDIC. We just uh, got done with the opening ceremonies. It was incredible. Uh, today, we're talking with the ISFSI. I'm Brian Zeitz, the uh, first vice president of the ISFSI. We've got Seth Barker, who is our current president, second vice president, Tony Carroll, and our member, uh, three-point firefighter Jake Barnes, with us today. Uh, this morning, it was a little noisy. Uh, everybody just got done with the opening ceremonies. Chief David Rhodes absolutely knocked it out of the park. Uh, Danny Sheridan with his keynote this morning, and uh, just everybody's tributes to uh, Chief Halton and what FDIC means to all of us and his uh, legacy going forward. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, last night, the ISFSI, we had our social and uh, I thought it was a great event. You guys thoughts? Oh, it was neat. It's cool to see so many people that you, you, you know that they have these books out there and, and they're, they're doing <clears throat> classes at the national level. And then you get to see them all right there in our socials. Kind of neat, kind of overwhelming. Yeah. It's in, go ahead. Super cool to have all our partners there too. Like, uh, you know, NAFTI and the National Fire Administration and other players like that helping us out and supporting us throughout that event. It was really cool. No, absolutely. It was a, it was a great time, you know, a great event. We allowed our members to kind of get out there and socialize a little bit at FDIC, obviously all day in classes. Uh, it's nice to kind of kick back and just kind of relax. And like you said, talk to people, see the people that we're actually partnering with. Uh, ISFSI, we're doing all kinds of things. We are the leaders in the uh, 1403 um jake you teach that program for us yes sir it is one of the it is the gold standard for uh live fire uh credentialing yeah without a doubt absolutely no it's a great program and you know it's one of those things like you know it's it's a necessary training in the fire service and if you're going to do it, we need to do it right and that's what the isfsi is all about is is not just doing training but doing training right and i Maybe think that's jake, a, you can talk a little bit about the 1403 program yeah, so the 1403 program uh, is, is a three-day class, and it's very interactive. It's not one of these where uh, you have a teacher just lecturing you for hours on end. It's, it's, it's a group-based, discussion-led class, so it's very interactive. Um, and it's very little uh, actual PowerPoints. It's a whole lot of hands-on, and then so it's like day one, you're working on your burn plans. Uh, you're learning about 1403, the standard and you're also working on some side projects that would come into play day three, for example, case studies uh, and some other things that are very current. For example, uh, dealing with social media, things like that. Day two is the, the live fire day, which is always the most fun, uh, I think. And uh, we get a lot of great feedback about this class. And the, one of the neatest things about this class, and it's really all the classes that the society uh, puts out there, it's constantly being uh, reevaluated through student reviews, which is, I don't know any other place that does that. So the, the course itself stays current and it stays within the limits of what the students want. So it's, I can't say enough good things about it. So let me, I mean, uh, do you guys show people how to build fires? Mm -hmm. I mean, do you, you, you take someone who has no experience and they leave there knowing how to set a fire do the burn plans, all that kind of thing. Absolutely. Even if we're doing it in a class B building, we will show them the different types of sets and what they, what purpose they serve. And what's, what I found out is a lot of people just basically use the old TP style because that's yeah, yeah. what they know. Yeah. So when we show them some of the different stuff based on studies, again, the, the society is absolutely the front runner uh, for taking science and bringing it to the streets and the fire service. So we show them all the different sets. You know, you want a slower heat release rate and maybe a longer lasting fire for new recruits and fire behavior. You know, we do a parallel stack. 
you know, you want something maybe a little bit quicker because you're doing uh, maybe an aggressive fire attack, then you can do different sets there. So, yeah, it's, it's, you we gotta, we, a lot. That's interesting. We got to give a big wave to uh, our founder there. It's uh, Eddie Buchanan, is former president of ISFSI. And uh, the only reason we were able to do what we do right now is because of that guy. And yeah. uh, he's, he's really plays uh, the trail for this society. So incredible. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, no, it's it's great. Like you said, and I think that's the key, right? In any training program that's out there is you can't get let it get stagnant. Mm-hmm. Things change. The fire service is constantly evolving. We know that we partner with UL and FSRI on a lot of different things. Uh, leaders in the uh, scientific research based uh, technology training. And so whether it's leadership, whether it's 1403, whether it's strategy and tactics, your May Day stuff that you do, rural fire ops, um, you know, we constantly got to be looking at and saying, hey, what's still relevant? What do we need to change? And I think that's why FDSC is so awesome, because you come up here, you got 30,000 firefighters that are here and it challenges us to get better. Right. I mean, that's what I love about coming to FDIC is, is the challenge to do better. Like you, you're looking at I mean, they're already starting proposals for next year. and You're just challenging yourself like, man, I got to put back in. I got to challenge myself to, to step my game up because there's 30,000 people here that are expecting that. You know? Yeah, I think that if, if you leave here. If you leave here and you're not like motivated, <laughs> yeah. you did something wrong. Like, <laughs> like somehow you didn't catch the spirit or something. You right. know? Uh, it definitely does invigorate and gives you that, you know, push to finish the year out or, you know, make it to the next FDIC. Yeah. Like I was talking about last night, it's that recharge reset, right? It's so you're coming back here, reinvigorated, go back to your, your own fire department, re-inspired new ideas, fresh ideas, and really get motivated to train harder, train better, train faster, train smarter. Just like yeah. Yeah. Says. Do the right stuff, right? I mean, that's it's simple. You know, it's like uh, Nick Saban says, do do the right, do the job. Just, you know, remember why you go to the firehouse every day is to do the job of a firefighter, whether it's on a fire ground or whether it's uh, in training, you know, just making sure we do that stuff. So I got to ask, though, right? So, like, we've all got different years on the ISFSI, you know, so just going around, like, kind of what made you want to join? And what do you think the biggest benefit of being an ISFSI member is? Uh, you know, I've, I had always seen the society out there. I've thought that I was, you know, a pretty good instructor, but never really was involved. But um, I got to a fall conference. Yeah. And um, that, you know, that kind of it re- reignited the, the fire of, you know, getting into society and, and getting in with some some people that you can network with and find out good things. So that really got got my push. That was in Knoxville. Uh, I don't know how many years ago that was, yeah. but that, you know, that was really what, what kind of got me in. And I'd known... I had known Eddie from Virginia and working there. So, you know, you kind of know it was there. And then now, you know, now again, it's, it's like, it's, 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 I've, I've almost take it for granted, right. That I've I've been a member. It's felt like I've been a member forever because of all the things. Um, One of the coolest things I think is the network part, right? Absolutely. And um, what we've, you know, with that whole forum stuff online, you know, I've, I've done that, use that several times to like reach out and say, Hey, I haven't done this before. Has anybody got this? And you get flooded with, you know, proposals or this is how we did it. You know, this is the this is the setup for this. So uh, I think that's what that's what really, you know, keeps me coming is the the networking, the, the knowing that the resources are out there and you're not you know by yourself. Somebody's already gone through what you went through. Mm-hmm. So they're going to help you fix it. And, you know, I, I bring that up as funny as is when I first got on ISFSI, you know, uh, board, I, you know, I was on as a member, then I became a board member. And I remember reading those forums. It was a new training officer. And he literally got promoted from like a line officer, lieutenant to like deputy chief training. Department was in flux and he literally didn't know how to do anything. He's like, I don't know how to do any training. Like I, this was never my thing. I just have to do it. And so he reached out and, and I reached out to him. I was like, hey, I do some training stuff. He's like, man, you're literally the fifth person within an hour 
that's reached out from ISFSI to help me out. He goes, this is incredible. And he's a member to this day. And so I always use that as a, you know, as a tagline for us is like, you know, we are that network, right? We are that training officer network, instructor network, company officer network, whatever you need. The society's got it, right? I mean, that's, it's incredible. So what about you, Jake? Oh, I love telling the story. So I didn't, I didn't know anything about the ISFSI. I got uh, promoted to the training officer position. We got a brand new tower. So my chief said, you're going to go to this class. And it was in uh, Virginia Beach. And I'm like, I didn't want to go. I was by myself. How I went you not there. Want to go to Virginia Beach? Huh? How would you not want to go to Virginia Beach? I, just, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to go. I just like, ah, fine. So I go there. I'm kind of, didn't know much about the ISFSI. And then I get there and it's, it's Matt Hopple and Kevin Milan teaching. Within the first five to 10 minutes, I was hooked. And I was so happy to be there. Uh, it, it just changed everything for me. So I left there and I still wasn't like, I've got to join the ISFSI. I just saw these great instructors. Fast forward know, a year and Brad French was teaching PMFA. And that was it. I, once, once I saw the, I realized it, it connected to me. I'm like, okay, if I want to level up and be a better instructor, then I need to be around better instructors. Mm. There's none better than in a society. So uh, after I took that class with Brad French, um, just an amazing class, amazing instructor. I called, I think it was Jamie Lacey. Yep. Didn't even know her. And I just said, look, I have to be part of this. I will stuff envelopes. I will make <laughs> cold calls. I, and I was serious. I was like, I, I have to be part of this. And uh, I never looked back. And every time an opportunity comes to uh, promote the society or do something extra for the society, I will always do it. Yeah. I love it. The president. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about the resource sharing. Like Tony said, for me, you know, I'm in a small little bubble in the southwest corner of Montana where there's nobody to share resources with. There's nobody to ask. I'm really kind of an island on itself. So this was a really important organization for me to join because I could reach out to, again, like-minded individuals like you guys and ask, what are you guys doing out in St. Louis or out in DC or wherever you guys are from? And, and somebody's already done that task that I'm working on or something. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. So that was the big plus for me is in the big win is that resource sharing model. And that's what I really try to do in the society is share everything I have now and pay it forward to other members who are asking because like, like Jake said, you know, if you, if you're working on something, chances are somebody's already done it before you just need to tweak it a little bit. And that's a huge, huge piece of it because you know, you don't know what you don't know. No, absolutely. I think that's key, right? So like the society has that opportunity, right? And you, you just look at this panel, it's kind of crazy. To look at this panel and you look across, you got, you know, rural America to urban America and suburbs in between. Right. And so just sitting here, you got a guy that was a BC in, 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 in Washington, DC, to a deputy chief in Montana, to, you know, a chief in, in the mid, Midwest and, you know, deputy chief training in the Midwest as well. So it's like, you know, the society's got that connection for everybody. It doesn't have to be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I'm a small volunteer department. I shouldn't join ISFSI or I'm a big urban department. I don't need the ISFSI. Right. You do. Right. I mean, there's something for everybody in the ISFSI. So, so yeah, yesterday in my class, I had a super big win. I had a kid approach me from Antarctica who deals with just fighting fire with foam because it's too too cold to fight fire with water in his fire department. So I gave him a free membership for the year to connect him with us because that's the absolute right person that we need to be connecting with is somebody who's literally on an island in the middle of nowhere and connecting with the rest of the country, if not the rest of the world from a training standpoint. So I can't even wrap my head around the idea of like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's too cold to fight fire. Yeah. That's when it's just too cold to live there. Yeah. Like <laughs> you should have given the guy a ticket on a plane and said, Hey, yeah. get the heck out of there. Come home. Come up those warmer. Like somebody calls you and says, Hey, uh, foam. Oh, I got just the guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean exactly. like, Hey, how do I operate with foam? I mean, he should be in there. It's like he's doing a sales pitch for somebody's right. foam company, you know, yeah. cause he's like, that's all I can use. I mean, I think that's the most, I was, that's been the guy that I've been most excited to meet out of this whole, 
tour yeah. at FDIC this year. So it's pretty. That, and you know, that's the other thing too is like we talk about it coming up here. You see, you see your best friends you've only seen once a year, right? So you come up here for a week. You see your friends. You, you know, you talk to them on the phone and stuff again, and it's like nothing missed. Like you're just like, hey man, what's going on? Like I just saw you yesterday, yeah. and I haven't seen you in 365 days. That's what I love about this FDIC. It's just an incredible experience. Yeah, that's I, a, sorry, Brian. Okay. That's another big piece of it. Is like everybody again. I keep on harping about that like-minded individuals, but everybody in the society is very good friends of mine and you don't have that passion anywhere else especially if you think about your own fire department there's not 20 guys or 20 girls that you're hanging out with in your own fire department that have the same passions you have with the four of us right. about training and that's what makes this bond super special in my opinion no we're very fortunate we're very lucky to like i said to, to have the society the members um we are a member-driven organization which you know People say that all the time, and it's kind of cliche. I think some people are like, oh, hey, we're a member-driven organization, and it's the same four people doing something, or it's the same three people. We're truly not. I mean, we're 1,800 members, and really, we have a lot of engagement amongst those yeah. 1,800 members, you know, and, and I think that's fantastic, right? That's what makes the members. I always tell people that just like any membership, right, you get what you get. If what you put in, you get out. And so, the I, you know, like yourself, right, you joined. Now you're a 1403 instructor. You're doing live fire. You're doing basement fires. You know, you're doing all these things. Because you put yourself out there, you right. know, you want to write articles. The ISFSI has got that option. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a lot of opportunities there for people to join the ISFSI to get more involved in the fire service, which is what, you know, that's for me, uh, you know, that was my story is, you know, Jason Holman and, and, and my fire chief, Jim Silver, like, hey, man, you should really look at this ISFSI thing. And I was kind of like, yeah, I was at FDIC, social was going on. Uh, Lee Hubbard cornered me and she's like, you got to join to go to the social. And I'm like, okay, Lee, I'll join, right? And so, uh, so I joined and uh, never looked back. You that know, was a good it, Lee impression, by the way. Yeah, that well, was you know, I've, I've been working on my Lee's for a while. <laughs> like, you know, know. I mean, she's going to throw things. Over yeah, there. probably there'll probably be something launched over, the over this studio here from the Southern Draw. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so you know, that was me. Is is and I, you know, I've been engaged. I've tried to do more stuff, and it's really connected me with more leaders in the fire service that have challenged me to be a better fire instructor and a better member of the fire service, you know? And so, you know, you can buy a ticket and, and ride through the fire service or you can get engaged in the ISFSI. I, I, I think it's cool. And, you know, we're doing this little podcast thing here and I've listened to other podcasts and there's when, whenever they talk about live fire, they always mention ISFSI 1403. So, uh, I mean, that kind of says a lot, you know, in the fire service where there's so many different companies different different people doing different things but for for to hear that resonate you know continue to continue to hear isfsi's 1403 program that's pretty cool no i, I totally agree well, and another it, thing too is our a lot of our uh, members are on some type of nfpa board so we we have a direct pipeline so we have i think brad french is 1402 we have chris hubbard who's uh now primary on 1403 so Demond that's another Simmons. thing about society. Demond Simmons. Yeah. I mean, we got all these great instructors that are actually part of NFPA. So there's no filter between them and us. So that just makes our training more relevant and, and safer. And I just think it's a great thing. Well, and like you said, too, it's just it's promoting more of that leadership in the fire service. You know, and we I, I talked about that yesterday in one of our Monday in my classes. You know, you have to get the fire service is going to change by us. Right. And so like the membership, of the ISFSI, we have great members because they're engaged in the fire service to, you know, Seth's point earlier, you know, these are like 1800, your closest friends, you know, they're our members and, and they're, they're, they're all involved and they're, they're doing things outside of just the ISFSI, which strengthens our ability yeah. to really influence the fire service, which is fantastic. You know, it's uh, fantastic. So no, it's good. It's good. Um, so well, that's all that is a social, yeah. it's all that is a social like 100%. Talked about with all the, um, partners that were there yeah you know uh 
USFA. You know, that was great to see her there and, and to and to speak, you know. Sure. And Amazing. Just yeah. to Amazing. say, you know, that we're we're part of that. And that's pretty cool. Have any of you guys been involved in the mentoring program that ISFSI offers? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have yeah. helped a couple. Yeah. Help, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tony, you want to speak to that a little bit? Uh, and that's a great program. It's, it kind of puts you out there as a mentor, right? And then mentees can hook up and I, I, I and they're matching you. They're matching you with different people. And then they'll, you know, they'll come and say, hey, um, I was recommended or your name came up, you know, and, and can you give me some help me out with with my, you know, her. I, I did Christine Tanetta from New Jersey. I had to talk to her um, and then. Remember last year we had uh, Anthony Korea was here, yeah, and um, hooked up with one of his mentees and helped showed her around the FDIC. Yeah, that was so, really. Cool. I mean, I think uh, again those kinds of partnerships or resources, the uh, mentoring thing, um, just because yeah, again, like you talked about with uh, being a new training officer. So if you don't know what to do, that that's a great way to get kind of almost almost you know help led by the hand yeah. to navigate some of those those initial things when you become a training officer. Yeah, so I, think I, I think the mentoring thing is, is a, it, I think is it's a amazing. Thing. And I think the important piece to highlight with that is that it hooks you up with a similar demographic of a person around the country that has the similar situation, similar fire department, similar response profile. So you're not just plugged into somebody like a chief from Boston or FDNY. You're plugged into somebody that can actually help you with your same situation and really guide you along through your whatever your problems are, whatever your successes are, you know, some, something like being a brand new training officer, hook you up with another training officer who's already been down that road and, and really give you this, the time and the resources that you need. I think it's one of the best programs that the ISFSI has to offer because it's free with the membership and also it, it connects you immediately with other people. hundred percent. And so, you know, just to kind of talk about that program is, is basically if you're a member and you're struggling with something, Right. We have a, a core group of mentors with a developed program that the, the membership has developed and put together. And so as a member, you can ask for this. Right. You can be, you can ask to be a mentee and uh, you get to Seth's point, you get partnered up with somebody that has a similar demographic, similar situation and has probably faced the same problems you're facing. So you're not have to recreate the wheel. And so, you know, that partnership right there, it, it strengthens the relationship. And now you have a cohort in the fire service that you can call well beyond the mentorship period. Right. That's somebody that you can call six years from now and be like, hey. Tony, you were my mentor six years ago. We're ISFSI members. I'm struggling with X, Y, Z, and it may not even be training related, but you got somebody that you can call that's, you know, that's, like, that's going to have your back on something. So that's huge. Uh, just another benefit of an ISFSI membership. Um, we do have their booth open. So, you know, definitely come by and check out our booth. Uh, it's uh, right down the web. Go back to the mentor thing. And you hear that a lot, right? Like I see that in the fire service a lot is uh, one example was uh, another, another forum. I think that was iChiefs forum. People are like, hey, anybody have some mentoring programs? It's yeah. like here, you know, yeah. here's one that was really developed by by firefighters. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was a grassroots thing. And now, you know, it's it's a great resource. Membership stuff. You know, you can be a member. It's not only do you get the mentoring thing, but then you get to network, hang out with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm still connected with the guy that I got hooked up with. And I don't feel like it's a mentor mentee relationship. It's truly a, a connection that we're helping both each other out. Now he's going through his EFO program. I've been helping him out with that. I call him up, say, Hey, you know, what are you doing for this and that? So it's not like this peer to peer. It's more of a peer to peer relationship now than it was when it first started. So that's really cool as well. What's your favorite part of FDIC? Well, 
I think you touched on it is, is seeing all my uh, brothers and sisters from the society. That's always great. Um, and also uh, really is just uh, is just the, the brotherhood all the way around. Um, there's uh, so many people that I only get to see every now and then. So I get to see them again and, and talk, you know, training stuff, fire stuff. Love it. I love yeah. talking about stuff. It's your favorite part of FTC. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's got to be it. Yeah. Right. And then maybe go kick a tire or two and see it. Yeah, yeah, the, the show's uh, incredible, right? I mean, you're not gonna, if, it's, if you don't, if it's not in the fire service, you don't need it if it's not here. I mean, truly, you know, what about you, Seth? What do you I think, think the opening ceremony is, is my favorite part because that's yeah. what really gets me psyched and fired up. You know, I had a couple brand new people that uh, one I brought along, one from the neighboring uh, fire district. We're going to blow it off this morning. And I was like, no, absolutely not. Like, that's where that's where it starts. I feel like that's where FDIC kicks off and gets everybody fired up. And you just, you can feel the buzz this morning too, you know, walking around yesterday afternoon, it was kind of, Still a little quiet, still a little mellow, and then walking around this morning, it's just like, okay, we're we're on now. It's 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 game time. That I, really gets me fired up. I do remember as a you know when I was a firefighter on shift, and you know they send you FDIC. We'd come back. We sometimes would come back Tuesday night uh, just because they, they wouldn't put us up in a hotel, wouldn't pay for it. And then you know if we did get put up, we're like, oh my gosh, we're we're exhausted from the hot training all day. There's no way we can drive. Uh, they'd put us up Tuesday night. And we'd all come back Wednesday morning. And it wasn't until I got involved with society, honestly that I actually went to the opening ceremony for the first time. It was about uh, 12 years ago. And so I, I remember going to that opening ceremony and of course, Chief Halton there and, yeah. you know, we always, and he'd, you know, yell at you and stuff yeah. like that. But he, he invigorated that spirit, that passion of the fire service that, yeah, you get it in the high, you know, the classrooms, the pre-conference workshops and things like that. But until you go to that opening ceremony and you hear those pipes and drums and you, you see the flags and you hear the voices of Indy and uh, you know, it just all comes together. And it's for me at least, right. Like, it's like, man, that's why I'm in the fire service, right? It's for yeah. the people. It's for it's to do the right thing. It's to do the job. And that's why we're in this structured society is to help others out. Like, you know, we've all had great careers. We've had very privileged careers that we've been able to do things that, you know, I, to be honest with you, I never thought I'd be doing. And uh, so now it's time to pass it along. And that's yeah. what society allows us to do is to, to, to pass it Let's talk on. about something that you've never done before, and that's keynote, right? So you're the keynote in tomorrow. Doing the speaking tomorrow, so we're doing and, that tomorrow morning. Yeah, and let's not gonna, talk about are you it. Gonna, are you going to talk about you know? Uh, we're not going to yellow we're, jacket that you, we're going to talk. We, we might talk about fashion. <laughs> we could definitely talk a little bit of fat. I can help you fellows with some fashion. I can, <laughs> I'll be honest about that. You guys could use a little lesson in that. So maybe we'll change the topic up. We'll talk fashion tomorrow. Who knows? But yeah, it's a, it's quite an honor. Like uh, you know, Chief Rose said, it was on a hump day hangout, uh, and Chief Halton had uh, asked me to uh, to speak at uh, FDSC twenty twenty three, and so. Um, yeah, it's you know it's gonna be great. You know, I hopefully uh, hopefully I don't blow it right, uh, but uh, it's gonna be great. But I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna be weird uh, not having him on stage, not not having that introduction from him and the relationship and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, it's one of those things you don't say no when he asks, though, right? No, no, you can't say no, right? Yeah. You know, you make the call and you're like, "Are you kidding me? Like what?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, 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 you know, quite an honor, quite a quite a quite a thing. But never would have happened right without the ice of a side because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So, well, you got. Um, I saw uh, Danny. Danny was dancing around the stage. He he, gonna- he he is a mover. He is a mover and a shaker for sure. Uh, he uh, you know stories he tells, the passion he has. Um, you, you can just tell that you know, and it's amazing, right? Thirty seven years he's at an FDNY. And he still has passion and he still has the drive like it's his first day, you know, and you can see that coming out of him. I can't imagine working in his battalion. I can't imagine working under his command. It's probably incredible. Um, but it was, yeah, he was bouncing around and, and yeah. telling stories and, and reliving those moments and, uh, you know, things that have changed his career and, and the, the you know the intervention he talked about. And it makes you think sometimes about yeah. just things that are going on. You know, Chief Rhodes' tribute this morning was, you know, just stellar. Um 
And, you know, I think that's true of all of us, right? Like it made me think too, like, you know, in the fire service, do we try to imitate somebody else instead of, you know, preferably not to take us, but to walk on our own shoes, right? Like you're the president now, God willing, I get elected. I'm not going to fill your shoes. You know, I'm going to stand on what you've done to make things better. Yep. And as a fire service, I think that's critical, right? Like none of us can imitate or try to be somebody else. What we should always try to be is ourselves and what we can do for the fire service. Yeah, I can absolutely say that the reason that I'm sitting here with you four guys is because of Chief Halton. Chief Halton is the very first person that gave me my shot to get me to come here to teach. He's the guy that approved it, got me connected with ISFSI. That's how I walked through the door with ISFSI, attended my first lunch, joined membership, and now I'm the president 12 years later. So that's all yeah. because of Chief Halton. He's, he's the one that springboarded my entire career, both from a teaching standpoint and from a professional standpoint. So I, I owe that guy a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. definitely, uh, he's definitely influenced all of our careers. I think, you yeah. know, some form or another, yeah. you know, um, yeah, no, um, he's a, he's going to, it's going to be a big, there's one of our sponsors, the fire department coffee, <clears throat> Jason Payton. Hey, how we doing? It's going to be a big, big, a big void, but yeah, you know, just like the fire service, we're going to carry on. Yep. And, Absolutely. You know, and, and with, with that, with what he did, right? It's just going to, it can only be, it's just going to get better. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got the good memories. We got, really what he kind of what he forged not only just fdic but even in the fire service nationally right yeah and uh it'll, it, he's gonna be he's gonna be missed uh but again we'll, we'll be able to carry on and and make things better and you know yeah. inspired by him jake i want to talk a little bit about nfpa 1700 in our new course with that i gotta give a wave out real quick to brad french out there so brad french is teaching this week at fdic uh i would encourage everybody to take his class I've He's going to yell at you if you don't. Uh, well, yeah, well, he'll yell at you one, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever met a more passionate instructor. I, I mean, like literally, I, I could listen to the guy talk about paint drying. I would because agree. Because he just is that. Ex- <laughs> yep, he's got that. I don't get it, right? It's like I wish I could have a tenth of that. Uh, I don't. Brad like French the, has been a member for a long time, and uh, you know, I, I'm lucky to call him a friend too. So thanks, Brad, for everything you do for us. I don't side. like his tone of his voice, but besides that, <laughs> no, pretty good on, guy. Come on. <laughs> be rad so right so you know seth brings up a great point so right now we uh we're, we just started started uh delivering our nfpa 1700 class uh jake's an instructor for that so uh again you know membership driven opportunities right like i don't teach for the 1700 as a board member but with our members do those sort of things right so it's a good thing for the membership to do and you know talk a little bit about that class and, and what that involves and so it's it's really a unique class and a standard, uh, it's, it came out, I think, 2019, so it's brand new. Yep. And it's a guide to structural firefighting. So everything that that you think of when you're trying to set up you know, training and all, all the, the little pieces you need are there. So you know, like ventilation and, and moving hose, search and rescue, all the fun stuff is in there. <clears throat> and it's broad enough that it can be applied anywhere. So we have a two-day class. Um, that we've delivered several times and it's, it's been received very, very well. And we take a lot of the FSRI stuff, a lot of the science, uh, and we apply that to it. So you're getting probably one of the best classes you can get with the most current information. And what's surprising is uh, you might find out that you've been doing stuff pretty much right all along and there's just some tweaks, but now you have a great roadmap with uh, 1700 and the society's class. So, uh, we've delivered it all over the country. Uh, I think we just got back from New York City. We did it FDY yep, two days in a row or two classes in a row. Uh, we've 
uh, Fairfax, Virginia. I mean, uh, where else? Uh, we're going to Prescott Valley, Arizona. We've got a lot of places with it. And it's just a great way to just, it's kind of like bowling with bumpers with your kids. <laughs> it really allows that. So you can focus on what really is important. So it's, it's a great class. I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. I think the important piece of that class too, is it applies to everyone. It's not just suburban, urban, metro. It's mm-hmm. truly volunteer combination, paid, um, rural, everything, all the crosswalks of the fire service, everybody can get something out of it because it's setting the standard of what we want to do and the best practices for fighting fire, which I think a lot of people don't really have that avenue or that resource to, to take a class like that. You know, what's the best practice for ventilation? What's the best practice practice for hose mechanics, um, fire behavior, building construction. So it's really any person can show up to that class and really come away a better firefighter, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause really, I mean, it's, it's that class that talks about the firefighting part, right? It doesn't talk about water supply and it really wants you cheap break- roads. Big supporter of us. Once you break the threshold, right? That's when it's that. That's where it's what's happening inside the fire building, right? Every all the other buildup, which you have water supplies issues, yep, right. You bring the water with you. Yep. Uh, I you know was raised in a place where we had hydrants every three hundred feet, so you know, that's that could be different. That's different for me. It's different for you. It's different for you. But once you get inside, the, our tactics really should be Pretty kind same. of the same way, right? Yep. So that's where. This can help because, again, I, you, you go back and worry about how you get the water there. Now we can all worry about what we're going to do inside. Yeah, the interesting piece is talking to Dennis, one of our, our board members, our outgoing board members from the Netherlands. Um, in Holland, everybody fights fire exactly the same way mm-hmm. and everybody is trained the exact same way. And if we could get there, that would be a pretty amazing thing in the American Fire Service. It's a crazy, what a crazy concept, right? Yeah. We have a yeah. national standard for paramedics and, and, and you know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. But uh, no, it's good. You know, we, we had in St. Louis a 1700 class and I had, a, you know, a couple of people from my department attended um, and, you know, a couple of training officers locally attended. And, you know, the one thing I kept saying was it codified what they were doing, right? right. Like they right. codified the training aspects good of how they train their members for structural firefighting, which is, you know, Seth's point, you know, is that. You know, this is this is going to bring it all together. But uh, we're wrapping up on time here. Um, so, you know, as we kind of final thoughts from FDIC 2023. Any final thoughts from you guys as we wrap this show up? I just got I got here last night, so it's just my beginning. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, today's going to be a full day. Thursday will be a full day. Friday, if you're not busy, I have a class. If you want to come to my class, 830 in the morning. It's early. Right after my birthday. <laughs> Thursday's my birthday. Oh, so you take it. We want to go uh, get a cake or what? Uh, well, sure, whatever. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a yellow jacket. <laughs> I mean, yellow, don't give me the yellow jacket. I mean, we could, we could make so, something happen. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to I had some classes that I have listed down yep. that I want to go check out, um, see some more friends. Yeah. So this will be a good week. Isn't that cool when you can just bounce from class to class and every time you sit down in a new class, you just grab something and then you can, you know, it's kind of that's a cool experience that FDIC provides, right? It's so cool. For sure. Seth, final thoughts? You know, I'm just glad to be here. Glad to get reconnected and uh, hanging out with you guys. You know, truly my best friends in the fire service is the membership with ISFSI. So just psyched to be here, getting recharged, reinvigorated. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about ISFSI, stop by the booth right down the hallway there. It's a pretty awesome brand new booth that Lee put together here. And uh, just a big shout out to Lee Hubbard, too. You know, she's kind of the backbone of this organization. She's the glue that holds us all together. And it's really behind the scenes, which makes it all happen. So thanks, Lee, for everything you do. For me, I fanboy easily over our industry 
heavy hitters. Yep. So uh, seeing Jason Hovelman and I just we just watched uh, Sean Duffy walk by. Uh, I got to meet Jesse Marcotte. So it's seeing these people for me. It's like it just stops me in my tracks. I feel like a kid sometimes. And I don't know. Jesse Marcotte might be doing signings today. I don't know if he's available for. Uh, if, uh, he, I don't know where his you, booth is. You got to be close. You, you really got to be careful with his entourage. He's got around him as yeah. handlers to get even close. I try to a, rush it once or twice. Yeah, he's work. a solid guy. Definitely a guy to uh, to be watching because mm-hmm. he's coming. Uh, he'll be, he if you know if you don't know that name, you will in a few years because he's definitely doing the right stuff. Absolutely. You know, for me in the uh, at FDSC, like I said, you know, it's just you guys, right? It's it's the firefighters. You know, at the end of the day, it's just firefighters that think alike. And I love that, right? I love coming up here. I love seeing you guys. I love seeing my friends and uh, being around like-minded firefighters talking about fire uh, that, you know, in some firehouses across America, that they don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about fires. And I, I will say I, I, I'm not like-minded. I don't like yellow jackets. Like <laughs> well, you know, like I said, you know. I don't know about your fashion. Fashion is something that we're going to talk about on the next podcast. And hopefully I'll have you guys changing uh, some attire. But, hey, uh, from the eyes of a side, make sure you guys stop by our booth over in the Wabash Hallway. Check us out. Please come join a membership. Uh, we have a membership discounted rate for FDIC. So you're going to save yourself a little bit of money. See us in the halls. Make sure you stop and say hi. We'd love to talk to you. and love to try to get you into the membership. And, uh. Have a great FDIC 2023. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.